One of the greatest joys of being ordained a newly ordained deacon is being able to baptize children. At this point, I have baptized six children, both at my home parish and here at Ascension. Babies all dressed in white, so innocent and so young, come into the church with their parents and godparents to be welcomed into the church by the priest or deacon. Also, I've been very lucky so far. Of the six babies I have baptized, not one of them cried when I poured the holy water on their head. Perhaps Jesus was giving me a break while I still got my feet wet. But it's sacred moments like this where I truly feel blessed to be able to offer this sacrament to the child and to their families. It's moments like these in ministry where choosing an unmarried life with no children is not a sacrifice. Why? Because baptism adds new members to Jesus Christ and his church. Jesus' children, through baptism, now become my spiritual children and Father Gerald's spiritual children. For most of these children, we will journey with them and their families through their first communions, their first reconciliations, their confirmations, their marriages, and hopefully some to ordination or religious life. What a privilege, a blessing, and a reality in which I am unworthy. We clerics are unworthy of such a wonderful gift from the Lord. In fact, when I was ordained a deacon, a close priest friend of mine gave me a leather-bound book. On the first page of that notebook, it says, the Church of God receives you with great joy. In her name, I sign you with the sign of the cross of Christ our Savior. In this book, he told me to write down every child I baptize so that every so often I can return to this book and look back on all the children I have brought into the church and to pray for them. The second reading that we just heard from St. Paul speaks about baptism. We who were baptized into Christ Jesus were also baptized in his death. What does this mean? Simply put, the sacrament of baptism gives us the power to not live without sin, but rather to have the wonderful opportunity to live righteously apart from sin. If we have died with Christ, we shall also live with Christ. This simply means that baptism gives us the means to live in the here and now, in the present, living by faith, sharing in every way the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Baptism begins with the loving support and concern of parents. Parents bring their children to the church and the parents and godparents advocate on the child's behalf for the sacrament of baptism. It is by your care and concern that your child will be able to experience the beautiful realities of baptism that
that St. Paul describes in today's second reading. Parents who are here, you are to be commended for your efforts in raising your children in the faith to the best of your ability. Perhaps today there is a parent here whose children do not attend church for one reason or another. This is a common concern brought to me from many parents in my travels. Whether your children are still children or adults, this can be a discouragement. Any parents here who find themselves in this situation, I encourage you, do not give up hope. Continue to pray for your children and continue to lead by example. God's ways are not our ways. And by your steady example, God's many graces will be able to work through you. The gospel today from St. Matthew seems to contradict the importance of parents in family life and looking at it at face value, this could be seen as true. The gospel begins with Jesus telling his apostles, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Jesus is not saying that parents and family are unimportant or that we should disown or walk away from family life. Rather, he simply reminds us that he is the source of all life and love, and we, his servants, parents, godparents, families, are the vessels of his love. Think of water. Three children were asked where water comes from. One said from the faucet, another said from the sky in the dam, and another said from the container in the refrigerator. Which child is correct? Well, in a way, they are all correct. However, we know water comes from the sky and from the dam. Water can then be transferred into bottles, faucets, and other places to be ready for our use. The faucets and the bottles become vessels for the water to continue to be used and spread throughout. Like this analogy, Jesus reminds us that he is the head, the beginning, the source of God the Father, and we, his children, become vessels to spread our faith to the world. So what can parents or families here today do who have children or other family members who do not attend church? First, we must not lose hope and not get discouraged. Next, we must continue to foster our own faith and to live by example. Finally, we must take up this cross daily as the gospel today tells us. Jesus calls all of us here today to be vessels for himself, and often this does not happen in our own way or in our own time. However, if we continue to carry this cross daily, we will surely experience the fruits of our efforts with our families, friends, and God in the hereafter. For the Alleluia verse proclaims, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Announce the praises of him 
who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. We are not only vessels, we are created by God, chosen by God, and loved by God way more than we could ever imagine. On this 4th of July weekend, we praise God for the many blessings he has bestowed upon us, especially our freedom. Let us pray in a special way today for those in other parts of the world who are less fortunate than we are. And may we always remember that our freedom comes from the Lord and the families we have created, which are the vessels of Jesus Christ. <laughs> 